You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hell State Nation? Welcome to Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to Mississippi State Bulldog Athletics. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. Taylor Jones, Bart Heitch on today's show. We're going to be talking a little bit about something going on in the SEC. And uh, is it really? I thought I had a sneeze coming on. Turns out I didn't. We're going to be talking about uh, something going on in the SEC as far as scheduling is concerned, and is it really necessary to keep going the way that it is? And, of course, that was uh, something that we talked about in yesterday's show. It was from a tweet from Steve Robertson of uh, Gene's page where he said, Alabama is about to coast to their 14th straight victory over Tennessee. Most of those have been blowouts. This is not a rivalry worth holding the rest of the SEC hostage for. Stop the insanity, send Missouri to the west, and send Auburn to the east. Bart and I are going to be talking about that and why uh, it is important or why it's not important for things to keep going the way that they have been. Uh, but before we get into that, we'd like to welcome in Bart to the show, a uh, mainstay on Locked On Mississippi State. Uh, joining us a handful of times a week, and he will be joining us today and uh, tomorrow's show as well. Bart, good talking with you again. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, just listen to the sound of the waves as you uh, speak about. I'm just glad we got sports. You know, I'm just glad we got sports. A lot of stuff going on, and uh, it, it, it kind of seems like we're getting back to a, a little bit of normal, don't you think? Yeah, that's right. It seems like uh, more and more we get back into uh, the normalcy of things. We uh, are actually hearing great things coming out of the uh, college basketball world as well, so hopefully we don't have any uh, hiccups with that as well. Uh, We've got SEC football in full swing. Uh, The World Series is uh, pretty close to being wrapped up, still pulling for the Tampa Bay Rays there and Hunter Renfro to uh, take the next two games from the Dodgers and getting a World Series victory. Uh, but, yeah, things are uh, really starting to go well, and I feel like it's to the point now where things are so normal that you and I can uh, have a discussion about this topic and uh, it kind of feel like a normal uh, <laughs> normal something that we talk about uh, in the year. And the reason that this was brought up, and, again, uh, your guy Steve Robertson from uh, Gene's page, he brought up that tweet about Alabama defeating Tennessee for the 14th straight time the last time that Tennessee beat Alabama, Mike Shula was the head coach of the Crimson Tide, and Phil Fulmer was still uh, in his last couple of years with the Tennessee Volunteers, and not much has changed since then. I think there have been maybe one, possibly two close games in that series since that game, one of them being the year that Lane Kiffin was head coach at Tennessee and Mount Cody blocked the uh, kick uh, with his armpit. And I think there was maybe one more that was a lot closer than it should have been. But for the most part, Tennessee has uh, completely blanked them. So we're going to look into that rivalry and look into several more of the cross-division rivalries and if they mean anything and if they mean enough to keep this system going the way that it is. So we'll start there, Bart, with uh, that one. 
with uh, Alabama and Tennessee. We brought up those uh, key points there about Alabama coasting to their 14th straight win on Saturday over the Volunteers. Uh, beat them uh, pretty badly. The last time that they uh, that Tennessee beat Alabama was back in 2006. Uh, since then, uh, you've got a win in 07, which was a blowout win. I'm looking at all the other ones that were very close. Uh, you had the 12-10 game, the one that I mentioned in 09, where uh, Terrence Cody blocked what would have been the game-winning field goal from Tennessee. And then you had one that was 34-20 back in 2014. Again, uh, Butch Jones is now part of the Alabama staff. And then uh, Alabama won in Tuscaloosa in 2015 over uh, Tennessee by a score of 19-14. So we'll start off with this rivalry and kind of work our way down the list as uh, crossover rivalries go. So Alabama and Tennessee, is it worth keeping the SEC scheduling the way that it is? Not anymore. Growing up, Tennessee was relevant. You know, if you're, I guess, 20 years old, you've never seen them be relevant, like not on a high, high level um, since 98. And it's just constantly going downhill. And Alabama has, you know, when Saban got there, it was a completely different level. of, And now he's had two former assistants. And the assistants haven't done well against him. We all know that. But, man, I remember growing up, like 45 minutes from Tuscaloosa, and people disliked Auburn, but they hated Tennessee. Well, that was because Tennessee was always a like an obstacle. Tennessee's not an obstacle anymore. And in, 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 in this rivalry, like there's nothing to make of it anymore. I mean, they had their shot 14 years in a row. That's a long time. And, you know, Coach Saban has just completely buried that rivalry. And one of the things about like to go into the, like to kind of lead the conversation about switching it is you don't have East and West anymore in basketball. So it's not just about football. You know, now everybody plays everybody anyway. And, you know, you still have your rivalry games. You still have what have you, but it's not, it's not one of those situations to where, you know, it, it, it just doesn't matter anymore. And, and does it not make the rivalry bigger if you only play it every few years? Um, you know, I don't think anybody has Auburn. Auburn doesn't have a problem going to the East. Um, Alabama doesn't have a problem going over there. And it just makes sense, Taylor. It makes sense to, if you're going to have East and West in any of the divisions, make it East and West. That's the best argument for it. Things that don't make sense, continuing a rivalry game after you've won for 14 straight years. There's only one thing that makes sense after 20 years, and that is rockauto.com. They are a family business. They've been doing things online for 20 years now, making sure that you get the same low price that those uh, mechanics that have been doing this for over 20 years. You guys get the exact same price as them. And also, the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts that are available for your vehicle. You can choose the brands, the specifications, and the prices that you prefer you can get all the big stuff including things for your motor or get something small like a headlight all of that available at rockauto.com just type in the year make and model of your vehicle and all the parts your car will ever need will show up right there so when you go to rockauto.com find the parts that you need and when you go to checkout be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that locked on mississippi state sent you 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com, proud sponsor of Locked On Mississippi State. So we'll continue with some of the uh, smaller rivalries because if you can recall back in 1992, uh, I was you know a young guy in 1992, not uh, very old at all. And um, I remember going to SEC Media Days a couple of years ago, Bart, and it was the first time that I had gone. And you know you you know when you're a young media guy and you see guys like Paul Feinbaum and Marcus Spears and. Tony Barnhart and Chuck Oliver and some of those guys just walking around, you're thinking, you know, hey, I need to get those guys on my radio show. Sometimes they want to, sometimes they can't. But one of the guys that I was uh, lucky enough to talk to while I was there hosting a radio show was Tony Barnhart. And that was the topic of discussion back in uh, 2017 as well with Auburn moving to the east because it just, I mean, it makes sense. You know, how come Missouri is a thousand miles to the west and they're still in the east? It uh, makes no sense, but it makes a lot of sense for Auburn. I mean, even for Florida, the closest school that's in the SEC to the University of Florida is Auburn, and they're still about 250, 300 miles away. So it makes a lot more sense for Auburn to be there geographically. But, of course, you've got the Alabama-Tennessee rivalry, and he explained that a little further as to the uh, the quote-unquote Big Six. That's when they added uh, South Carolina and Arkansas. They wanted to protect the Big Six and to make sure that they played every year. And that's why they split them three and three. That's why Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida are in the same division. And Auburn, Alabama, and LSU were in the same division. They wanted to at least have one of those schools play the other every single year. So you take the Deep South's oldest rivalry with Auburn. Okay. Alabama, Tennessee. All right, that makes sense. That's a pretty big rivalry too. And then you've got LSU and Florida. Now, LSU and Florida, they have... Out of the the other two rivalries before mentioned, probably the more entertaining of the two over the last couple of years, you've had Auburn, I think it's only won seven games this decade against Georgia. Georgia's won four games against them. But Florida and LSU have uh, provided some very entertaining games over the last couple of seasons. But if you were to ask either fan base, I think both would be okay with taking a break for a year or two, maybe three in order to uh, maybe play somebody else. Uh, So, you know, what are your thoughts on Florida LSU? Is it a rivalry worth keeping? It's a rivalry worth keeping, but at the same time, in football, it benefits, you know, the the elephant in the room, if you will, um, if they're playing every year. I don't – I think about it from the standpoint of basketball, from like, man – Think about like what it's like for Florida or South Carolina. Think about South Carolina having to fly to, and I know they try not to do this, or whether it's a Saturday night or whether it's whenever, and you have to fly from Columbia to Columbia and then back after a game. Man, it's not easy. It's not easy to come in, you know, whether you win, whether you lose, what have you, at one, two, three in the morning and then have to get up and go to class the next day. And it just logistically, it makes sense. And the Auburn Florida rivalry has always been great. That would that that one would, would enhance, and, and that's a rivalry that's always been really good in football, sneaky good in uh, in basketball, and nobody really pays a lot of attention to the baseball part of it. But Florida LSU, you know, yes, because they've been good and because they're powerhouses. But I would rather see the Auburn Florida 
have more of a flame than the Florida LSU. And then just let them play when they're supposed to play because the, the, the it's West and East. And that's, that's what it's going to be until you go to super conferences. It's kind of like we're trying to have it both ways in the SEC, Taylor, you know, with different sports and different what have you. I mean, so it's kind of like, to me, trying to teach kids how to play basketball if they want to go to the Division One level or Division Two level and play. And in high school, you teach them without a shot clock. You know, yeah. The next level, every level they're going to have to go to, they're going to have to have a shot clock. So why are we not playing on the same thing all the time? It kind of goes into that. I mean, I would love to hear people explain to me why I'm wrong on that. But I think about the midweek because I remember how tough it used to be when you had to fly to this place so far to this place. And, you know, Missouri kind of makes that tough for everybody. If I'm, Am I wrong about that? No, you're uh, you're definitely not wrong about that at all. And I can remember, I, I want to say it was either Mark Ricks last year or the year before that. I can remember in back-to-back weeks, he had the draw of having to go to Columbia, Missouri one week and then turn around the next week and go to Fayetteville, Arkansas. That was to the point where he said, you know, hey, is there any Real. way that uh, for that Arkansas game, because I think that was the second game they had to go to, they had just played Missouri and they were saying, okay, well, is there any way that we can bump the Arkansas game up to 11 a.m.? That was the only time Taylor. that anyone has wanted to do that. That way they could just – no, 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 I take that back. I take that back. They were wanting to do that for the Missouri game. I think the Missouri game was either supposed to be a 2.30 game or a 6.30 game, and he wanted it to bump up to an 11 o'clock game. That way they could get the heck out of Columbia, South Carolina – or yes. Columbia, Missouri, and have a little bit more time to prepare to go right back out there the very next week. So, I mean, it, it it's annoying – for the SEC uh, Eastern teams as much as it is for the West. Well, it doesn't happen if they're in the same division. You're right. Because you're not going to play back-to-back weeks. It always rotates. And, it, you know, it's – look, let's keep it real. We got a couple of these teams because of the market. Nobody – everybody's fine with that. Everybody wants to grow the SEC. But now I think, you know, it, it's, it's going to be – it's a time to where – I mean – They've eased into it, if that makes sense, right? I mean, yeah. you're not going to take away the Auburn out. The only thing that is relevant here, I don't know another rivalry that's relevant other than Alabama-Tennessee and how that has not just kept this from happening. I mean, what other rivalry are we talking about that matters? None. Absolutely not. And then you've got the, uh, the thing, too, where um, I haven't looked up to see exactly, you know, how long it's been between uh, – times that Mississippi State has played a team from the east but you know you ask anybody you know talking about Auburn and Florida that being a rivalry uh they played last year for the first time in about seven or eight years and that's way too long for Mississippi State to not play Tennessee to not play Florida to not play South Carolina that's just way too long it makes no sense there's been too many, like, if you go back over the years, you know, growing up as an Auburn fan, and you go back through the years, there were so many, like, I remember Lionel James recovering an onside kick when Auburn was really good and had a chance to, you know, we didn't have playoffs back then or what have you. It was all just rankings. But, you know, it was the year before Auburn went on and, you know, arguably had a chance, might have been the best team in the country with Bo. But I remember plays, missed field goals here. The Auburn-Florida rivalry is one that every SEC fan, and especially older fans, going back to Spurrier and Auburn and Pat Sullivan and, you know, all those great rivalries, 
that's one that everybody can embrace because they're close and they and they recruit against each other. And it's always I've I got I've gone to basketball games down there like when Auburn just goes down there to play. Uh, when I lived in Auburn a couple of times, and then there, there's a they got the same colors, you know, maybe not the same shade of blue, but th- there's something there. They're close, and that one just to me that supersede getting Auburn, Florida supersedes like all the time supersedes Alabama, Tennessee, and football every year. And that's really the only argument I've got for it to say, let's just go ahead and do it and make it easier for all these student athletes so they don't have to fly out west, east, all this to Missouri and just make it more relevant. Like make the West more relevant if you're gonna if you're gonna keep that and do that. Now we may go to, you know, power conferences here soon where it doesn't matter, but until we do that, let's do it. We'll continue our conversation about cross-division rivalries and if they mean anything anymore with Bart Heitch on today's Locked On Mississippi State. Uh, But before we do that, we'd like to tell you about our good friends at Coors Light. Uh, Mississippi State takes on Alabama this weekend, but there's a lot more great college football games that are being played this Saturday The Big Ten is back. The Pac-12 is going to be coming back real soon. And Coors Light wants fans to know that there are still plenty of teams and games out there. There's plenty of sports that are out there being played as well. You've got the MLB that's uh, winding up the season as well. So there's plenty of time and plenty of reasons to just sit down, watch a game, and enjoy a cold Coors Light. Did you know that Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport just to drink beer? In Coors Light, it's fantastic. It's cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It is literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, and it's perfect for that moment to unwind. So whether you just need to relax, chill, hit that reset button, do so by drinking a cold Coors Light. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. We're continuing our conversation with Bart Heitch about SEC cross-division rivalries, and if they mean anything anymore. We talked about Florida LSU. We talked about Alabama and Tennessee, that being the big one that uh, is keeping the SEC from just saying, you know, hey, we're going to drop the cross-division rivalry thing. We're going to let uh, teams from the West play more teams from the East more often. Uh, And then there are just some that just don't make any sense. And we're going to go to the Western argument that we were talking about earlier about having Missouri in the SEC East. Having them in the SEC West would be much better, but I think the thing, Bart, about uh, this particular rivalry is just having to travel halfway across the country every two years. And that is Texas A&M and South Carolina. The reason that they are playing is because originally it was Arkansas and South Carolina because those were the two teams that were added in 1992. Out, you know, you had your Alabama, Tennessee taken, Florida, LSU was taken, Auburn, Georgia was taken, Ole Miss and Vandy they were kind of close. Uh, Mississippi State and uh, Kentucky were playing. Then you had, of course, uh, Arkansas and South Carolina. But when Missouri and Texas A&M joined the league, I think it was only about a year or two that Texas A&M and Mizzou were the cross-division rivals. And then it became, okay, well, Arkansas and Missouri, they kind of have a history together back in the day, and they're closest to one another, so we're going to help out Arkansas and Mizzou. But in return, Texas A&M and South Carolina 
got the raw end of the deal. So now they've got to go halfway across the country once every two years to play a football game. And of course, they've got to play every year in uh, basketball, baseball, softball, anything else too. So I would say this one, in my opinion, makes the least amount of sense as to why they need to play every year. What about you, Bart? Texas A&M, South Carolina. The issue you have, Taylor, is when you brought these two teams in at the same time, they're both west of everybody else. You're right. I love the A&M South Carolina rivalry. I actually really like it in basketball now. Frank Martin and Buzz, it doesn't get more hardcore than that, man. I mean, just guys grinding out. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense. I mean, what do we – the SEC had to know this was coming at some point. That, you know, and, and I really believe that. I think they knew this. I think they – because, I mean, to me, statement of, of separating Auburn-Alabama and making it east-west solidifies Birmingham. The SEC does not want to move from Birmingham ever. Mm-hmm. Like everybody talks about Atlanta. and that, They don't want to move from Birmingham ever because – Obvious reasons. I mean, it's that's where the heart of this conference is Alabama football. Now, people can say whatever they want. Maybe Kentucky basketball. Maybe it's not going to Lexington. But but football is the heart of the conference. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. If that's the case, the one that carries the flag is always going to have the banner of the conference. And so it's it just it needs to happen logistically um market wise what have you i just the the, the missouri arkansas is relevant now it's relevant a&m missouri arkansas that's it so, so think about that if you move auburn you got two mississippi schools right yes alabama lsu and those three and i mean that's a good west mix and it kind of mixes it to me it just makes Auburn's always going to be relevant. Their fan base is relevant. They, they, sorry, but they think they're better than they are. I grew up in it, but it, going to the East is just a, it's a different dynamic that I would actually like to see. I would like to see that. I would like to see Auburn go over there to the East and then think about how big it would be when they came back and played the West teams. You know, when you don't get to play them all the time. You know, regardless of who the coach is, I mean, that guy's going to get fired sooner or later anyway in football, but to me, I just, I think it's better all the way around if you just go ahead and make the move. You're right about that, and you bring up the uh, bring up the Auburn Tigers and their history. They've got a bigger history, of course, with Georgia, a much bigger history with Tennessee and Florida, and then when you look at them playing LSU and you look at the, uh, the record between the two teams, you're like, gosh, they've only played this amount of times? Yeah, <laughs> because... Auburn didn't have to, you know, go to Baton Rouge as much. And, uh, so yeah, that that's, uh, you know, one of the uh, the other big things, too. Today's show is brought to you by HomeFieldApparel.com. Be sure to go to HomeFieldApparel.com for those soft, vintage-style T-shirts that everyone loves. They've got Mississippi State hoodies, T-shirts, tank tops, much more. And also be on the lookout for big new Saturday that HomeField Apparel presents every Saturday this fall. Homefield Apparel drops a new school 
at 11 o'clock Central Time. They'll have at least 15 schools lined up and over 100 new products to release. If you uh, have already bought out the uh, Mississippi State closet and you have relatives, say, that go to Tulane or went to Southern Miss or anywhere else that Home Field Apparel has, be sure to check out their collection as well because they've got a fantastic uh, closet for uh, a ton of collegiate teams, including the Mississippi State Bulldogs. So be sure to go to homefieldapparel.com, and when you check out, you can get 20% off your purchase by using the promo code Locked On. Again, that is Home Field Apparel. Uh, Locked On is the promo code for that. Uh, 20% off or with uh, Locked On State. That is Locked On State, uh, the promo code. Again, homefieldapparel.com. Be sure to go check out their vintage, comfortable clothing. Uh, I've actually got a couple of t-shirts and hoodies from there that I absolutely love, and I know that you will too. Again, go to homefieldapparel.com. I don't. You don't look- you don't look good in those. Well, home field apparel makes me feel better. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's about how you feel. That's right. So we got a few more minutes left on uh, today's show. So we're going to uh, pause right now, and then we're going to continue with some of the other uh, rivalries that may or may not make sense in the SEC. Uh, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. So be sure to go to rockauto.com, use the promo code Locked On when you check out and uh, let them know that you heard about rock, rockauto.com from Locked On Mississippi State. Welcome back to Locked On Mississippi State. Taylor Jones, Bart Heitch with you today. We're talking about SEC rivalries and uh, if they are relevant anymore, specifically the cross-division rivalries and should the SEC continue to keep them uh, of course, the uh, motivation for this show came from a uh, tweet from our guy Steve Robertson from Gene's Page talking about Alabama defeating Tennessee for the 14th straight year, and is it worth holding the rest of the SEC hostage for that? Uh, we tend to think no, but there are some rivalries out there that we think are uh, still pretty good, and some that if they uh, were to you know kind of kind of take a break and work on themselves for a couple of years, I don't think anybody would be too upset about it except those fan bases. And the uh, last two that we'll talk about very quickly, Bart, uh, Mississippi State and Kentucky and Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Now, two of these teams, Ole Miss, Vandy, that kind of makes sense because Oxford and Nashville, not, that, uh, not too far away from each other. I guess that's probably the closest – uh, game uh, to the other division for both of those teams. And then you have Mississippi State and Kentucky that have produced some really good games over the last couple of years. So your thoughts on Ole Miss Vandy and Mississippi State Kentucky? I think both great rivalries. I don't know how that fits into the mix of how you change things up. Ole Miss Vandy's great because you have so many people from Oxford that end up in Nashville. Um, it's kind of a pipeline or, you know, just professionals or what have you. The state of Kentucky has been really good in football over the years. It's just, you know, it's always two programs fight. I mean, look, to me, and I'm going to make this statement, and, and I heard it a long time ago, and it's a great statement. You know, Ole Miss thinks they have the resume of Alabama, but they actually have the resume of Vandy in football. Ooh. Okay. 
and I'm not saying ours is great, but like that that that's a very fair statement. Uh, if you take Archie out, or you take the Mannings out, I mean, it's like, and you know, maybe they've had, you know, a little here there. I'm not getting into the Ole Miss problem. I'm just saying that rivalry because of Nashville and because of Vandy, Ole Miss, you know, just kind of always battling, you know, you know, in the last 20 years, we've been more relevant in football than Ole Miss has. That that nobody can argue that we're we're as relevant as Auburn. Other than that championship, if we'd gotten Cam, it probably would have been, you know, you could probably call it equal. Just look at the numbers. That's a absolute fact. Um, but the Kentucky State rivalry is has been a good one, and you know, Kentucky's on the come up. But I, but but at the same time, I don't think either way goes to the point. Taylor, tell me why these. Tell me why somebody not only in the SEC. Other than the fact they live there or have ties there, who in the nation is going to watch those two games in any sport? I I can't tell you a single one. I mean, I can't even think of like stories of the fan bases not really getting getting along with each other because you mentioned Alabama, Tennessee, the fan base is not really getting along. Uh, Georgia with them being one of well, that's the, a border war though. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, a border war. You're right. That's, that's completely. Right. You know what I mean. It, you know, you can say Ole Miss, Mississippi versus Tennessee, Vandy. That's not a border war. I mean, it's not. So, I mean, go ahead. I mean, I'm interested in your opinion here. Yeah, that was, you know, you know, talking about the uh, the Alabama and um, Alabama-Tennessee rivalry where the fan bases want that game, but nobody else really cares. Georgia being one of the teams that um, – that has their, you know, biggest in-state rivalry being in the ACC. They for sure don't like Florida. They for sure don't like Auburn. They compete for the same recruits. Uh, they share a battle. That's not their biggest and, and That's it's, not their biggest uh, yeah, but for, for everywhere else, I just Florida's don't, their biggest don't Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like Florida, Florida is their biggest rivalry. And here's why. Tech's been relevant in basketball, you know, Marbury, um, Kenny Anderson, uh, Harbring, you know, the Dalrymple, John Sally days back then with Cremens. But Tech's never really been relevant to Georgia, like on a on a really national scale. Florida always is because it's in the same conference. That that's that's definitely their biggest rivalry. That's one you're never taking away. If you put Auburn in there, Taylor. And make that a three-horse race rivalry rise. Right, why, excuse me, rivalry rock. X that out, please. Okay. If you make that a three-horse race, from a rivalry standpoint, they're all recruiting the same kids. Yeah, they go Nashville, but like it's a mix, and that I mean. That's why you move it. It makes another ACC team that's supposed to be a rival irrelevant, too. So, yeah, that's uh, – so So the overall consensus, Bart, is cross-division rivalries – Done. Probably need to be done. Yeah, exactly. Done. That, it's better for the conference. Yeah. It's just better for the conference all around. I believe the competition would be – would be a little bit more even. You mentioned with uh, Auburn going to the East, 
Mizzou going over to the West. I mean, you know, for, for recruiting as well as distance, you know, you have Mizzou uh, dipping into Arkansas, Arkansas dipping into Missouri, all of those schools dipping into Texas. I mean, it it, it just makes a lot of sense all so, the way so, around. So, so think about this, Tyler. All right, so you're, you're at Missouri, and you're recruiting against Oklahoma, A&M, I want to say Nebraska. I thought they might show glimpses, but then we quickly saw how much better Ohio State is than everybody else in the Big Ten. But, like, point being is these kids nowadays play against each other a lot, too. And and what's the sell for Missouri to play South Carolina, you know, every year versus playing A&M? You know, from a recruiting standpoint from Missouri, it makes a lot of sense. That's a market. We wanted the Kansas City market in SEC. So, if you make – here's my point. If you make the Texas markets, the Dallas, the Houston markets where all those A&M people are, if you make that relevant to Missouri, that makes that rivalry big. And that rivalry means nothing right now. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. So that's the uh, overall general consensus for uh, our our point, anyway, our case for uh, cross-division rivalries not uh, not really meaning much. And uh, But there is one rivalry that we are uh, going to talk about uh, very briefly before we go on because it's going to be a nice transition into our show tomorrow as well. Uh, Alabama-Mississippi State, the two closest teams in the SEC. You can be sure to follow us on social media at Locked On Miss State. That's Locked On Miss State at uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can also uh, send us an email, State at gmail.com. We'll have more of Bart Heitch on tomorrow's show. We'll be talking a little bit more about Alabama and Mississippi State, including one of the big factors in uh, the game. Well, he really won't be a factor anymore due to uh, the injury he suffered against Tennessee. But how important is Jalen Waddell's absence to the Mississippi State game? We'll uh, definitely dig into that as well. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everyone. Hell State! And we'll talk again soon. Good dog.